What's going on, guys? Welcome back to this week's first only episode from the greatest podcast on turf. I'm Ryan. I'm Anthony. And we got our weekly NFL division offseason breakdown uh, into season breakdown. Looking at their schedules, looking at their win totals, giving our opinion, giving our opinion on how well they did this offseason, on if they did, you know, pretty shitty, pretty well. Yeah. Doing the NFC West this time. So we're looking at the San Francisco 49ers, Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams, and the Seattle Seahawks. You don't forget to like the video. Please subscribe to the channel if you're new. It means a lot to us. If you guys are listening to this, follow us, rate us five stars. And as always, check out our sponsor, My Family's Business, Little Italy Pizza Shop. You know the deal. If you go in and show proof you're subscribed, if I'm there, I'll buy your meal personally. And if I'm not there, you are eligible for a massive discount off your already very cheap prices. Without further ado, we got arguably the worst team in football. We kind of talked about them last week, which I kind of wish we waited. But it's fine. We got the Arizona Cardinals that have absolutely nothing going for them. If I could imagine, they probably have one of the, if not the lowest, over-under win total projections while Ryan's looking at it. But I think the Cardinals have absolutely nothing going for them at this current moment in time. The Cardinals are at four and a half under on most Sports books on one of them, they're at five. Oh, way under. But four and a half is what it looks like. Uh, this Arizona Cardinals team, they're going to be without Kyler Murray for, I would say, some time. Their schedule is looking serviceable. They got Washington, Giants, Dallas, Damn. NFC East at the start. Uh, then they got San Francisco, Cincinnati, Rams, Seattle, Baltimore, Cleveland. That's kind of a tough stretch. Atlanta, yeah. Houston, Los Angeles, Rams, Pittsburgh. And then they got San Fran, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Seattle. So it is looking like a tough game. They could beat Washington. It wouldn't like shock me. Probably not with no Kyler. They can beat the Giants. They can beat... They can. No way. They can beat Dallas, too, because Kyler owns Dallas. Kyler ain't playing. If Kyler... I mean, I don't know. Uh, they can I'll... beat the Rams twice. They can beat Atlanta. They can beat Houston. However, they probably won't. Let me see. I mean, Do it's... Do we know a date on Kyler? 13 see. weeks removed from surgery on ACL tear. 13 weeks is three months. I feel like that was way longer ago. News, let's see. Well, he might have waited to get the surgery. I think if you wait to get the surgery, it might be better. The second story on Cardinals news is Caleb Williams already. His estimated return date would be sometime in September, right at the start of the 2023 season. Wow. I mean, if you're the Cardinals, obviously, you know where your team stands. There's absolutely no reason to rush Kyler back from this injury. There's no reason at all. They're not competing for nothing. From top to bottom, this roster is not very good. (laughs) Roster's horrible. If we're being honest, I mean, you obviously Kyler, who's probably the best player on this team. James Conner is your running back. Then your receiving room is terrible. Marquise Brown, Rondale Moore, and Greg Dortch, Zach Pascal, Auden Tate, Javon Wims. Their tight end room is good. Zach Ertz and Trey McBride. The O line looks a little bit better. DJ Humphreys, Paris Johnson is listed as a starting left guard. Hialte Fertile, Patriots legend. Then you got Will Hernandez and Kelvin Beecham on the right side. Offense, not very good. Defense, Buda Baker asked for a trade. Isaiah Simmons, Kaiser White, B.J. Ojolari, Zaven Collins. I mean, this team is not good by any means. 
I mean, if Kyler's healthy, a hundred. If Kyler's back to a hundred percent, sure play him. But I don't see a reason why they one rush Kyler back, and two, I can see a world where they don't play him at all this season, just because they have to know they're not competing for a playoff spot. With the way this roster is, I mean, even when Kyler was healthy last year, yes, he was without D Hop for the first half of the season. Then he got injured after a few weeks with him. I, not to cut you off, but I think if Kyler Murray was healthy, this team could be a last wild card spot in the playoffs. I mean, with how weak the NFC is, I understand. But at the same time, I mean, what? They're arguably the worst team in this division, even with Kyler. With a healthy Kyler, this team is arguably the worst in the division. I think the Rams might give you a run for your money. Yeah, but... Wait until we talk about the Rams. Oh, I, just, I can't wait. I already know where that's going. I'm not even going to talk bad about that, Stafford. I'm just going to talk about it. The rest of the team is horrible. But in terms of the Cardinals, you know what you got this year. You made some moves in the draft. You accumulated some draft picks. Kyler's coming off the injuries. A mobile quarterback. Probably going to take some time to get back. That's why I'm saying don't rush him coming back at all. There's no reason to whatsoever. And like kind of like we alluded to last week, the Cardinals could control the entire draft next year. Yeah, the biggest thing for the Cardinals this season is probably just deciding on what they want to do. They got, you know, two early first-round picks most likely because they traded with the Texans, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they got two first-round, early first-round picks most likely. And those first-round picks could be, you know, the best offensive linemen from Penn State and Marvin Harrison. Or they could be... Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison, they have to make the decision this year if they want to rock with Kyler Murray, if they want to possibly try to trade Kyler Murray, if they want to trade that draft pick. They have to make the decision on what they want for their team. I'm not sure Caleb Williams is the answer. However, you know, a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal that doesn't, that isn't coming off an ACL injury might not be the worst thing in the world. You know, they are paying Kyler, I'm pretty sure. There is a lot of dead cap. Yeah. I mean... So they might... It just you know, hypothetically, if they were to trade him this year, it, they, there would be $97.5 million dead cap. If they were to trade him next year, it would be $81.5 million. But the year after that, it's down to $33 million. So, I mean... It just... They're kind of committed to Kyler, so... Yeah. A trade looks very unlikely, considering the money, and they probably wouldn't want to pay $97.5 million to trade Kyler. But, I mean, it's tough for the Cardinals. Like I've been saying, they know what they're going to get this season. They know the state of, yes, they helped the O-line some, but it's not much better. There's not a single playmaker on this offense. So, I mean, this is going to be a weird year for Cardinals and Cardinals fans, but it just all depends. The future is looking bright. Two first-round picks in an extremely loaded draft class next year with one of the best offensive tackle prospects we've seen in a while, and Olufashanu probably, and Marvin Harrison who's already generating top three draft pick hype. And they could probably get more. They could probably get another one if they unload like a Buda Baker. Yeah. You know, a and team just a, at the trade deadline might want yeah. a Buda Baker. Isaiah Simmons ain't going to get you a first, but it can get you – Pretty good draft pick, probably. Yeah, and I mean, either way, say they are committed to Kyler and finish with the one pick. You can do pull Chicago Bears, get bring in the mother load because it'll. I guarantee it'll be more expensive. Yeah, 
than Bryce Young. Caleb Williams will be way more expensive than Bryce Young. Yes. Caleb Williams is... Yeah. So it's like the Cardinals could control the entire first half of the draft next year, hypothetically. They could control the whole offseason. Yeah. Just, yeah, really, they could They could have... There's a lot of implications for this Cardinals team in terms of next offseason and next draft. So that's really all they got going for them. But yes, four and a half wins, probably the under. I wouldn't bet it, but it's going to be about right there. Depending on the Kyler Murray health and all that stuff. Probably just don't bet it. <laughs> yeah. Then you got Ryan's Los Angeles Rams. This def- I'll pull up their win total first. It's probably... Horrible. Rams, six and a half. Damn. Okay, so their lineup, Matt Stafford, you know, Cam Akers, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby. You know, that's that's pretty solid. Yeah. But then we got Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek, Joe Noteboom, Steve Avilia, Brian Allen, Coleman Shelton, Rob Havenstein. Mm-hmm. Serviceable. Defensive side gets Jesus. worse. Kobe Turner, Bobby Brown, Aaron Donald. Okay, he's sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Byron Young, Ernest Jones, Christian Rosenboom, Michael Hoach, Robert uh, Rochelle, Jordan Fuller, Russ Yeast, and Kobe Durant. (laughs) (laughs) They sold out for their Super Bowl. They got their Super Bowl. And now you just have to live with the consequences. With your four-man team. You might as well start Stetson Bennett at this damn point. I mean, see what the young kid, get, the old kid got. <laughs> Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Rob Havenstein, and Aaron Donald. Damn. <sighs> Do they have any draft picks? I would assume so. Because they just trade away Ramsey, right? How many draft picks? Let's see. Well, the Rams have in 2024. Round one, the Rams hold their own first. Okay, so they have a first round pick, but they haven't had one. They have a first, second, oh, and third. Okay. Okay, so they have all their draft picks pretty much, except a six round pick. Okay, so they're finally starting to get some or draft a seventh capital. round pick. Yes, okay, that's fine. Rams, goddamn. I mean, Steve Avila might be pretty good on the O line. They just drafted him this year. Third round pick, I'm pretty sure. Uh, or second, second round pick, even yeah. You know, Rob Havenstein is. Definitely serviceable. Yeah. So, the O-line's probably better than it was last year. Yeah. <laughs> Not much when you still got Coleman Shelton. And Joe Noteboom. Yeah. I don't even know who Joe Noteboom is. Me neither. I know who Alaric Jackson is. You know, they got Stetson Bennett and Zach Evans. Are we really going to do Give them the keys. Yeah, I mean, Cam Akers, Kyron Williams, Jesus. I mean... This Rams team, another team that has nothing going for him this year. Just look at this dude's picture. Like, does he look like a rookie? He didn't even graduate from Georgia. He still don't have a degree, and he was there for seven years. Just get a degree in What's the, Who they got on their schedule? Does it matter? Yes. Seattle, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Indy, Philly, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Dallas, Green Bay. Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, Washington, New Orleans, New York, San Francisco. Six and a half. How many games is Matt Stafford? How many games are Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup winning you? You got to hope that they're healthy the whole year with that offensive line. And you play play some defenses. 
Cincy, San Fran twice, Seattle, who's kind of back, Philly, Pittsburgh, Dallas, Green Bay, all good Cleveland, Baltimore, New Orleans. New Orleans. I they're mean, still disgusting. I mean, they're just not a team you want to play. New York, the Giants. With this team, six and a half wins, I feel like the under is not a bad bet. And Cooper Cup just had surgery. Assuming they stay healthy, I don't think they're winning seven games. With that schedule, I mean, a hunt, like, hypothetically, reasonably winnable games. One, you got Indy. Arizona. Arizona. Green Bay. Maybe Green Bay. But we'll count it. Washington, maybe. New Orleans, maybe. Arizona again. Then the Giants. Giants are. Uh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if you're counting Green Bay, I feel like you got to count the Giants just because I feel like they're similar to your team. Uh, I think the Giants are better, but. Giant, Daniel Jones just won him a playoff game. Yeah. He's I don't think it. I don't think this Rams the, the team. The Packers is could be the Giants, but the Giants are the Giants. If that makes yeah, sense, yeah, the Giants are the Giants. Right, right. It would surprise me if this Rams team wins seven games. I really, really like the under. Yeah, I mean, it, they start off on a gauntlet. It wouldn't surprise me if they lost to Indy. You no. know, what I mean, it wouldn't at all. They'll beat Arizona. You know, what I mean, they'll probably beat them twice. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they lost to Green Bay and at, at Green Bay. It wouldn't at all. In November. It wouldn't surprise me if they lost to New Orleans. It wouldn't surprise me if they lost to Sam House Washington. I mean, they really could be 0 and... They could be, this could be the they worst could team be in football. They could be 0-5 going into the Cardinals game. This could be the worst team in football. And that would be the best thing that could ever happen to the Rams. What is Matt Stafford's contract looking like while we're on the topic? Uh, this is, might be his last year. Really? Let's see. It's like his last no. Year. He signed through 2026. Oh, did they extend him? Yep. He signed through 2026. Why? Holy shit. Hypothetically, they got this season $111.5 million. Dead cap. Next year, 91 and a half. 2025, 42.5. I mean. Six. That's the lines. I'm trying to see his new contract. Four year, one thirty five million. Right after the Super Bowl extension. So. Yeah. There's one sixty. It says one sixty there. One twenty in guarantees. Ah. Uh, Damn. So they're kind of off the books for Caleb. I mean, you can try to make it happen. I mean, if you get the one pick, you have to. If you need a quarterback and you get the one pick, yeah, you got to. If the Rams finish with the number one pick, they have to draft Caleb Williams. Because you have a what will be 36-year-old Matt Stafford. 30-year-old Cooper Cup. Yeah, it's like you have to. 33-year-old Aaron Donald, who might retire at any given moment. Yeah. Who might say, I want to trade in any given moment. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the team is just... Yeah. I mean, this is a... I kind of wish I didn't say what I said about the Cardinals, but this is a fucking bad football team. I did well, like I don't know what I thought, but this is a very this is bad a, football worse team. Worse team than the Cardinals with a healthier quarterback and a better star players with Aaron yes. Donald and Cooper Cup. This but is the, bad. the Cardinals are definitely deeper with like a Buda Baker, Kazir White, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. 
Zayvon Collins. I mean, the Cardinals' defense sucks, and this defense blows the Rams' defense out of the water. <laughs> and with Aaron Donald being the only thing maybe keeping it close. That's bad. Next. Seattle Seahawks. Their over-under win total is sitting at... I can't see them. Probably down more? Or is it not in alphabetical order? I don't think so. No, it's not. Oh. Eight and a half. Damn. Eight and a half or nine, depending on which sports book you look at. Schedule. uh, Rams, Detroit, Carolina, New York. That could be four now. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati, after a bye week, so you wouldn't surprise know. me. I'm not going to count it. Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, Washington, Rams, San Fran, Dallas, San Fran, Philly, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Arizona. I'm counting about 9-10. I mean, because what? Arizona twice, Tennessee probably, maybe Pittsburgh. Probably the Rams twice. Maybe Dallas. Maybe San Francisco. Detroit, Carolina. That's eight right there, not including the Giants. Dallas, like you said. I mean, they're probably a 9-10 win team. They got a little bit of a gauntlet toward the middle. Uh, Right there. Yeah, the four weeks, 12 through 15, you got San Fran, Dallas, San Fran, Philly. Tennessee might be something. Then Pittsburgh and Arizona. It's a pretty easy schedule. Yeah. Through and through. I, I mean, mean, Detroit is probably going to be a tough game. The Giants probably will be tougher. I don't think... That's, Har- a, that's a beautiful start right there. Oh, my God, yeah. Groove right back into it with the Rams. They could start, start out 4-0 going into their bye, which is good. It's an early bye, but that's It's like, beautiful. after the bye week, it's like every other game. Like, Cincy tough, Arizona easy. Cleveland tough, Baltimore tough, Washington middle, Rams easy. It's like... Tough, 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 tough. Yeah. They get tough right there in the middle. But schedule overall is pretty easy, and the team that they got... They've done it right, surprisingly. Mm, 50-50. They have drafted running backs. Yeah. That's not just one. That's two. So they have Geno Smith, at quarterback. He's proved that he's, you know, worth another start. Mm -hmm. Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet... At running back positions. They For invested, fantasy, I hate it. Yeah. I mean, they invested in a heavy. They're probably going to do the one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll's not scared of it at all with Chris Carson, Thomas Rawls, and... Uh, <laughs> Chris Carson, Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. Yep, that's right. Receiving core, solid. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Solid. No offense, show No offense. Will Disley, solid. Mm-hmm. Offensive line, Charles Cross, Damian Lewis... Evan Brown, Phil Haynes, Abraham Lucas. Could be better, could be worse. Left side solid. I like Damian Lewis, but the interior could still use some work maybe, but they really weren't that awful last year. It's definitely better than Russell Wilson's It's good because they run outside the tackles a lot, which helps out a ton. Well, Zach Charbonnet is not going to be running outside the tackles. I understand, (laughs) but... Uh, defense aside... I don't know why I thought this defense was a lot better. Draymond Jones, Brian Moon, Jerron Reed, Darrell Taylor, Jordan Brooks... Bobby Wagner's back there? Huh. Bobby Wagner, Uchenna Nwusu... You forgot Devin Bush. No. Oh, they have Devin Bush and Bobby Wagner. <laughs> Talk about lose a step. 
Devin Witherspoon, Jamal Adams, Quandre Diggs, and Tariq Woolen with Kobe Bryant. Already Burns. Mm. Trey Brown. Boomer. <laughs> Secondary solid. V.I. Jones. Secondary solid and linebackers are pretty good. V.I. Jones. Defensive line could use some work. Yeah. Surprised that wasn't more of a um, like focal point of this offseason for them. Considering Pete Carroll's track record of kind of building through the trenches and loving to invest and to build a good, hard-nosed offensive and defensive line. Which he's kind of steered away from. He's kind of taken away from that. He's kind of taken the same approach in terms of what they've drafted and what they've wanted to acquire. He's never done that with offensive line. With a lot of playmakers, you look at the JSN draft pick, the Kenneth Walker Zach Charbonnet draft pick, the Jamal Adams acquisition, Devin Witherspoon with a top five pick. I mean, two lockdown corners. Yeah. With, with a solid linebacking core. With decent with pretty good safeties as well. Yeah. I mean, this Seahawks team could be really good. It all just they could easily win this division, just depends on what San Francisco's got going on at quarterback. Yeah. Which is I guess what we're about to dive into. Uh over under for their winter. We both said probably over. Yeah. Yeah. I probably put him for in fantasy this year for them. Because obviously the Cardinals and the Rams don't really have shit. Geno Smith is probably the only person I'm liking for fantasy. Really? As like, a, if you're in a super flex league, Geno Smith, I would love to have him as my QB2. Yeah. He can be a back-end QB1 most weeks. If we're talking about, like, I don't know if I can trust the DK when you got Tyler Lockett and JSN. DK would be my top receiver, obviously, out of the group. Really? He's going to finish the highest. Yeah. JSN might be a good late pick because he might. Uh, Gino. Gino's probably the only person that's going to do good in fantasy on a consistent yeah. basis from this team. I can see that. And with the running backs, I mean, it's just tough with them drafting Zach Charbonnet so high. They could also run the ball a lot because Seattle has done that before, and Gino yeah. could suck. That's so, true. Do we want to do the other teams real quick? Rams? Cooper Cup. Yeah. Cardinals, literally no. Maybe James Conner, just because I'll probably be running the ball a lot. But He'll get the ball a lot. Yeah, but that's why I didn't really ask when we had them, just because there's really nobody. San Francisco 49ers. Let's see what their win total is. Ten and a half. Ooh, I got to look at the schedule. They say Brock Purdy might be ready week one. And if it sounds is, like that's his goal is to be ready week one. Then they said if he is ready week one, he is QB one. Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, New York, Arizona, Dallas, Cleveland, Minnesota, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Philly, Seattle, Arizona, Baltimore, Washington, LA. I can't tell if their schedule's easy or hard. I say pretty damn easy. Yeah. Pittsburgh, it's not an easy game. It's not the hardest. Rams, yeah. pretty easy. Giants, same as Pittsburgh. Arizona, uh, I'm not worried about Minnesota. Never will be. Jacksonville, it's not the easiest game, but it's not. They ain't gonna, they're not going to hurt you. Yeah. Tampa Bay, easy game. 
Seattle, they'll win one of them. Arizona again, Washington, L.A. I think it's because they're in that division where they we play the Cardinals and you play the Rams four times. Yeah. So that's taking out a bulk of the pain right there. Now it's just the fact of the quarterback controversy they could have brewing. Because more of an injury controversy than a quarterback controversy. You traded up a lot to bring in Trey Lance with the third overall pick. He gets hurt. Brock Purdy comes in, leads you to the NFC Championship. He's expected to start game one. Wow. Brock Purdy continuing to progress ahead of track. Damn. Still taking it slow, but he's ahead of uh, he's on pace. Ahead of pace. So Brock Purdy, QB one of the San Francisco 49ers. Sam Darnold. What are they what are they gonna do with Trey Lance? I'd trade him. Why not? I'm sure there's a team that could use him. Yeah. I mean I don't really know who. Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> no, they got Baker. How <laughs> fine. It's tough, cause yes, they have Brock Purdy, but I just they have so much capital in Trey Lance. It's yes, I get what Brock Purdy did. You have to start him, but at the same time, you could make the I have the start. We have to start the Trey Lance argument. Like I could see. I mean, trade deadline, a veteran wants out, and Brock Purdy's healthy. Sam Donald's looking okay at the backup. You trade Trey Lance for a veteran that wants out of the trade deadline, and you help out your team right then, right then and there. Yeah, it's just they have a lot of capital at quarterback. Aaron Donald wants out at the trade deadline. You send him Trey Lance. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams will be crazy. Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, and Aaron Donald <laughs> with Fred Warner, Char Ward, Talanoa Funga on the back end. Literally not possible. No way. It's just. It's just, the offensive line looks like it took a little bit of a hit. Well, yeah, they lost um, Mike McGlinchey, is that his name? He went to Denver, out of all places. I could have swore he was, was going to go to Chicago. But, I mean, yeah, it's the Niners are, guess they got their QB1 in Brock Purdy. What are they going to do with Trey Lance? That is the big question. Comment below what you guys think they're going to do with Trey Lance. Um... You know what they got on the offense? The Christian McCaffrey, Eli Mitchell, one-two punch. Debo, Brandon Ayuk as their top two receivers. Willie Sneed is still in the NFL. Daz Newsom. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Conley. Yeah, Kittle at tight end. Use check at the fullback. The O-line, you have Trent Williams and Aaron Banks. They've developed some pretty good O-linemen, though, so I really ain't worried about it. Then you know the defense is where they hang their head. Drake Jackson, they bought in Javon Hargrave. They have Javon Kinlaw and Eric Armstead. Cleveland Farrell's on his team. Nice. They could bring out the best in him, probably. Yeah. If there's th- anybody that's going to do it, it's probably them. Austin Bryant, too. <laughs> yeah. What are they bringing back that D-line? Yeah. With Drake Greenlaw, Fred Warner. They're bringing back that Clemson D-line. Yeah, they are. I mean, the Niners, probably the best team in the division. Brock Party had a good last, good year last year. Carried them to the AFC, NFC Championship, excuse me. 
You have your backup in Trey Lance, who you traded up a lot of capital to get and used a top three pick on. Then you got Sam Darnold, a former top draft pick as well. You have a lot of capital quarterback, a lot of capital on the offense until you get to the O-line, and a lot of capital on the defense. Hmm. What was their over-under win total? Uh, ten and a half, eleven and a half. Damn, that's like... Ten and a half. Ten and a half, okay. I'm going to take the over. Ten and a half. I wouldn't bet it because you don't know the quarterback situation. But assuming Brock Purdy plays week one, I'll, get, I'll take the over. Yeah. Fantasy-wise, McCaffrey, always. Yeah. Debo, I think he bounces back a little bit. Don't draft him too early. Don't draft him like the Debo of last yeah. year where you took him like second round. I don't. How do you feel about Kittle? Because I don't know. Tight ends suck, so... Kittle's a good one, but don't overdraft him. Don't no. pick him in the third like elite tight ends are going because he's not worth it. I mean, there's literally one surefire tight end, and it's Travis Kelsey. And Mark Andrews is probably the clear two, but yeah. it's a fall off for sure. But in terms of pure football, you could argue Kittle's the best. Yes. We won't do that here. Um, division win or Division ranking predictions. San Fran, Seattle. <laughs> San got, Fran, Seattle. You got two playoff teams and two top five draft pick teams. Yep. It's really just which way you want to spin it. Yeah. I'll take Cardinals, Rams. But I don't know. Unless Stetson Bennett starts, I'm not good. I'm not good at the Rams at three. I want to say Seattle so bad, but with how good Brock Purdy was last year, I don't think I can justifiably say Seattle is going to finish better than the Niners. So I like what you said in terms of the Niners, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams. I think you could interchange the Rams and Cardinals pretty easily, and no one would really argue with you about it. If you're arguing that, then you're bored. Yeah. But yeah, comment below what you guys think. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Peace.